Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is a crowd podcast. Oh, what's occurring, but he's back. He's off from his jollies and he thought he'd better do a podcast with his founding member and best mate. <laughs> Hello, what's occurring? Um, yeah, mate, back in the game. <laughs> I had um, a couple of hectic days. I had a, my wife's party. Big, party. big hangover from that wedding it was, wasn't it? Oh, no, I bounced back all right from that, mate. I'm a vet. <laughs> I'm a veteran of that 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 sport now, um, and I flew yesterday, and yet another delayed flight. It seems like every flight in the world at the moment is delayed. So, yeah, yeah, true. shit day. But yeah, I'm back in the game, back in the game, mate. Good to be here. What's the crack? How's how is it up there? Same old here, mate. Still on top of the mountain, riding my bike, dropping pods left, right, and centre. But um. Yeah, you're in Wallonia then, in Belgium, eh? How's that? Yes, mate. Um, just been to one of the least favourite things a rider can do the day before a race, team presentation. Um, Should be banned. It's yeah. not even World Tour race, is it? No, mate. And I and I don't mean to you know, bring people down and start on a bad note, but here's another one. Team presentations should only be allowed for Grand Tours and Monuments, max. Oh, I agree, mate. Yeah, bullshit. Like, yeah, getting angry. <laughs> Even Liège, mate. I did Liège. I don't know when it was. Whenever I did it, and we rocked up. Is at the start line of the actual race and finish. Actually, or maybe it's the finish. Wherever, rocked up. And uh, hang on, it could be both because it's Liège to Baston and back to Liège. So be close to both, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it probably was both. Yeah, but um. Anyway, we rock up the day before. There's, I don't know, 50 people there. It's about an hour from the hotel. Next day, turn up for the race. Obviously, thousands and thousands of people. You all go up to sign on together anyway. You do another team presentation. It's like, 
what was that for yesterday? Like, I don't know what the race even get out of that. But anyway, different topic that, isn't it, altogether? Also, on another one, it forces everyone to fly in two days before. So everyone had to fly in yesterday, where a lot of the time for a smaller race, you just fly in the day before. So, yeah, yeah, team organisers, if you're listening and you're not the Giro of the Tour of Welter or one of the five monuments, can we please sack off the presentations? Anyway, moving on. Tour de France. <laughs> what a mental day that was. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I didn't see anything of it, but I heard it was, I think, the fastest on record or... I spoke to Rod earlier. He said it's, yeah, it was 49k an hour or something, wasn't it? And there was still 2,000 meters of climbing. He said it was rapid. That is mental, isn't it? Four, I didn't, I, I didn't know that stat. Good, good work with yeah. the stats there, G. Um, yeah, so mate, it just started. No control, full gas. Nine guys in a breakaway, super strong breakaway, like all units, weapons, just chopping off. Um. A few teams chased behind EF, Israel, um, and Uno X. Uno X? Yeah. And then it through the, it seems to be a reoccurring thing that they went through the, um, the, the point sprint in the middle. And that was the catalyst that a, a massive group went across and it was 36 blokes in the front, which has, has happened a few times in them intermediate sprints now, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you when you said that before we come on, I was like, oh, because in the Giro it didn't happen much, but you're always a bit like, whoa, because they were sprinting for so far out in the Giro for these intermediate sprints, like three k out it was starting, and you're thinking, poor, they've got about thirty seconds. Like if they kept going, it could get a bit spicy. But um, it never really happened in Giro because it was fully sprinters. But it sounds like today. Um, well, it was a big old group, wasn't it? Like a load of strong boys again went across. Because it used, I don't know, it used to be like this almost unwritten rule that like the GC guys just stay behind, just let them do their sprint and they always come back. Am I, am I wrong in saying that? Like you, you're always like, oh, right, we'll just let them do their intermediate sprint, stay out of the way. But now more and more, you've got to be careful of them because yeah, 20 blokes go. See you later, boys. See you at the finish line. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be a bit different as well, though, didn't it? Because there used to be a few sprints throughout the day for not as much points. But now, oh, it's, it's probably been a few years now, but they have just the one big sprint in the middle, don't they? With more points available. So it's a bit more um, worthwhile going for. Um, but yeah, no, that's what normally happens, isn't it? You're just like, oh, just like 2K, 3K to go. You just, the sprinters start coming up, leave them to it. And then it all just comes back. Um, normally someone keeps riding on there a bit, but yeah, I think obviously now as well in the tour, everyone's tired, aren't they? And everyone's just like, oh, I can't be us like pushing here just because there's no need. I'm not going for this sprint. The gap's a bit bigger. Yeah, every little gap you got closed now hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. So guys in the Vuelta, none of this sneaky business. We'll be watching you. <laughs> you know, think you uh, cruise off after the intermediate sprint. Well, Roey and G are going to be there. We're coming with you. Let's send it. <laughs> um, like a shadow. Yeah, mate. And then, do you know, the one guy I feel sorry for. The one, yeah. So there was nine guys away. The gap was a, hovering 50 seconds, a minute, minute 10. So the team cars hadn't come up yet. Um, so it was just neutral service. 
and Paulist, Paul, Niels Pollitt, your man, uh, turned a corner, broke his chain, and it was like it was like a scene out of a comedy film, mate. So they get a bike off the roof, and it's like this tight. No, it's like an average size bike. Jumps on it, and he's going speed play Shimano. So he's got a speed play. They gave him the Shimano but pedals to get another one off. Oh no! And it's like a, it's a little bit too small for him. So he's like throwing it down in a straw. Well, that's easily done for him though, isn't it? Oh, mate, hundred percent. And at that point, you're he's thinking, long. yeah, yeah. And also, I meant I thought you meant for like kicking up a fuss because. That could be a Tour de France stage disappearing down the road. Mm. And then they get a third bike off the off the roof. And it's got the right cleats, but it's like probably meant for like Esteban Chavez. And he got on it and it was just <laughs> like a little monkey bike. Mate. And uh, at that point, he just went, oh, fuck this. I didn't just, just stop. But yeah, I felt sorry for him. And also he was like giving these big lick turns in the break. And then when he went, the gap really seemed to come down quickly. So yeah poor bugger but it was quite funny to watch yeah I didn't know that yeah well I was I was annoyed because I saw the final K and when I was chatting to Cav yesterday immediately I just blurted out ah Morich Morich is a guy and then Cav was like yeah Niels Pollitt and I was like oh yeah maybe him and then this morning I just double double what guessed myself and uh, ends up going for Laporte he was up there, mind, but I was like, why didn't I just stick with my gut, eh? I was going to say, of them, of your three kind of question mark riders, they were all on the break at least. So, mm. yeah. Mate, I, I got, we got back off the bike, turned on the TV, and I seen a break of two guys, and they had like 10 seconds. Mads Pedersen and Lutsenko. I was like, and I had Mads, didn't I? I was like, my man. <laughs> and then he went again, and he was, he was in that group of nine. And I was thinking, if he's in this group of nine, He's got a good chance here. So, yeah. yeah, it actually adds like another element when you're watching the race, doesn't it? You're supporting your own team. You've got a few friends in the race and then you pick for the day. Like it's obviously, yeah. obviously the most important of the lot. So <laughs> what happened in, what happened with that big group then? Because you got 30 odd guys away and then obviously, as I said, I saw the last K. So there was Ben O'Connor, Asgreen and Morich sprinting for the win and then a group behind that looked pretty select. I don't know what, 10 guys? There were some strong boys in that. Yeah, mate, they just started whacking each other. First of all, you had Campenarts and Clarkie to spear up the road. They got a minute behind. They were riding mainly Uno X, which baffled me a little bit. And then Asgreen just whacked it up this berg and took them two with him and straight Was away. Was that the, the third cap? No, no, before that. They went about 40 or yeah, 40k to go, maybe. Um, okay. And is one of them. They just had them three had such cohesion behind. They just mate. They just whacked each other. Like you know where there's so so you think right. There's there's now thirty three of you. The three blows up the road. Um, mm. Van der Poel had uh, Philipson there, so there was that angle. But it's so hard to win from that situation if you're Philipson. Like everyone is just against yeah. you, aren't they? Well, I was going to say, like, we always say, don't we, oh, 30 guys are never going to work together. Um, and they're obviously not, are they? Especially when you've got Van der Poel and Philipson in the group with you. Like, why are you going to chop off with them to... Oh, <laughs> you think why, but at the same time, the wind's up the road, isn't it? 
So if you don't work together, you're not going to fight for the win anyway. So at least work together to bring it back together and then go again and try and get rid of Phillips and all. But you can yeah, see why people would on, double guess themselves. Yeah, exactly. I've seen someone on Twitter saying, why Why would they ride behind if they're just going to get beaten by Phillips and us or Mads or one of the sprinters or Gronowigan? But at the same time, you have to work to bring it back to then give yourself an opportunity to win with another attack, a different move. But um, yeah, it's yeah, you're not going to win anyway, are you? So No, yeah. they, they would just... If you make, don't work and don't bring it back. They didn't ride together at all. They just battered each other until a group of maybe eight or ten went again where you had uh, Tom Tom was in there as well Pitters but the ship would flow mate the ship was, no the, sh- the ship had sailed the ship ships don't fly <laughs> the ship had flown <laughs> <laughs> oh, on, on that terrible analogy we'll take a short break Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess Aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top. There will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. So, mate, let's just talk about this sprint because um, Ben O'Connor did all he could, really. I think he could have... It wouldn't have made any difference because, you know, the other boys there were stronger, but he could have ran at uh, Morich a bit more, stayed in the slipstream and gone out last minute. But he seemed to dive across the road quite early. But, yeah. mate, it's Ben O'Connor. He's a GC guy in it against Asgreen and Morich. Like, he's... Very, very hard to, unless he went earlier, but then the group behind was still chasing and yeah. Yeah, he was he was in a tough position one there, one year, and it was just like one big drag strip road all the way in. There was no yeah. little kicker, no little kicker to launch one on. Um, I guess being highly critical here, the only thing he could have done is five k to go, it was clear they were going to make it. He could have stopped riding and the other two would have. Yeah, ridden. I was going to say. Um, but you could at least play to, the game a bit because yeah I guess but for him he's won a stage before does he well he, I guess he would care about still getting third it's still like an achievement on stage but he could have possibly just 
yeah, like you say, sat on, risked it, tried to hit him early or, but as we say, he was up against it with Empire any, but as green, mate, that, that was some ride after yesterday, um, to then pull out a sprint like that as well. Like he obviously chased Ben O'Connor down and just kept going. I thought maybe he could have left him dangle there a bit and run at him a bit more because he must have done a 400 meter sprint at the end there. Yeah, mate. Just one, one thing back to Ben O'Connor. The I guess one meant one angle of his thoughts could have been, I'm in a group of 36 here and it's a predominantly flat running. If I could finish third out of 36, he's done well on that parkour. So it's kind of like the best of a bad situation when you yeah. get in the group of three, ride to the death. If I get caught, I'm finishing last of that group. But um, yeah, Casper, man, that was in, that was impressive. And he was actually the one who attacked. He was the original attacker, you know, to form that break of three. Um, yeah, again, it's uh, the only thing you could say is if he like he kicked full gas to go after Ben O'Connor if he kind of did it half-hearted and just kind of really used him and ran at him um, yeah but you know he, he he didn't look like he was slowing up towards the line he was just he's just got that big he's got a good kick but he's just got that big wind-up sprint and like you say the most impressive of all is to do that after a whole day in a break of three slash four guys yesterday yeah. to back it up yeah weapon one other thing I was thinking with As Green, he would have won today, I think, if yesterday he had just got his head down a bit, bent his elbows a bit, just got a bit more arrow. Because I was saying this to Cav, Cav was he was dodging the old questions yesterday. Good, gotta say he, I think he was, he was scared that he was going to create some headlines. But um, As Green, I was I was comparing As Green to Campanarts yesterday with Cav, Campanarts ultra ultra arrow. You know, his whole position, you can tell he just thinks 100%. He's like a TTer and he's all about aero. And he just looked so aero and so fast yesterday. And then you see Asgreen on the front. And he's there with his straight arms, head bolt upright. I was saying to Cav, surely, like, if he just sort of tucked in a bit, he'd save 5, 10 watts easily. Yeah. Um, and then that would be the difference today. He lost by two centimeters or whatever it was today. I think 100%, he could have saved on average I don't know it, on the front it's got to be five watts at least just I, I think you'd bit. be surprised I think, I think it'd be even more I think it'd be massive oh, it probably is I'm being conservative because yeah. I don't actually have the foggiest but it would be a lot wouldn't it so mate tuck your head in you got an extra stage win there mate get your head down son oh and his lunge was average yeah but to be fair, he's not a sprinter, is he? How, how often? When was the last time you lunged? I don't think I ever lunged. Every to time, be honest. Every time before the town sign coming towards a calf. So <laughs> probably ninety yeah. percent of my rides. <laughs> yeah, I but, always uh, win by by enough. I don't need to lunge, mate. But yeah, fair one, hitter. Um, but <laughs> at the same time. I think it's, you know, it's obviously what we're doing here is person by person is trying to say what could they have done better. But one, they did so many things right. As soon as it was three guys, again, like yesterday, the level of commitment, it was like, boys, we just go all in, 
send it and fight it out in the final. We mess around, mm. they catch us, we're not fighting for the win. So at least they full commitment from all three. Um, they all had a lot to gain. And then, yeah, that's, yeah, similar to yesterday. It was just, there was no, it was just like a team time trial. It was copy paste of yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Four guys, they went full. Today, three guys, they went full. Um, and on them fast roads, yeah. 100% chapeau. We're, we're being ultra critical. We're being as if, I'm, I'm coming at it from the point of if it was me, you know? As if I'm that dude and I want to try and win. How you try and like pick it apart and try to, what you could learn and maybe do better next time. You know what I mean? So yeah, for sure. I think it's easy just it's to say. Like we're trying. Yeah. yeah, it's easy just to say they're yeah all amazing. I mean, they are all amazing, but they can be amazing, huh? <laughs> yeah. And now, and obviously, Morich. Yeah. Morich won. Yeah, another uh, fair play. Third stage win for them now, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been a great tour. Where's Bill Bow? He's sixth, still top I think, 10, is anyway, somewhere. I think yeah. he's sixth. That's an impressive ride, actually. Bill Bauer, sixth. Not many people. I don't know. Maybe you would. Would you predict that before the start? Uh, I would have said it was his best chance of being top ten with the the route of the race because the, the the TT being a hard up uphill TT or a lot of it, and then a lot of mountain stages. You say he's got the best chance, and so you'd say he was an outside bet, I guess. But he's he's definitely. Um, ridden a great race one more day to go obviously but not fair play to him and, and the team because obviously mate it was only you know two three weeks before this race where they lost one of their riders you know so the way they've you know stuck together and come to this race and you know really sort of raced their hearts out and kept kept going is um, yeah fair play to them mate I gotta be honest I'd struggle to even be on the start line after what happened. Like, mm. credit where it's due, you know, each of them have cried after their stage when, you know, their emotions have just come out. And I think, yeah, you know, it's like an ego masculine thing nowadays not to cry in it. But actually when you see a guy, when you see a guy like that crying and he gave a pretty uh, heart-wrenching interview as well. Yeah, good on him for even being on the start line. Oh. And then they've done him proud yeah. by, by doing what they've done, haven't they really? Yeah, most definitely. Fred Wright as well at the Nationals, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah fair play to them all. Right, mate. Moving on. Tomorrow. What are you thinking, son? Oh, um, let me get it on my phone. I tell you what, whilst we both get our phones out and check our GC, what a great opportunity to take a short break. <laughs> 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 Well, hello, everyone. I just want to tell you about Just Ride, a brand new cycling podcast from Red Bull. My name's Rob Warner. And I'm Elliot Jackson. You might know us from downhill mountain biking, but our new podcast is all about cycling. Full stop. So whether you're a mountain biker, roadie, BMX, a trackie, graveler, bikepacker, or even if you just flipping love commuting on your awesome city bike or one of those folding things... This pod is for you. We'll be bringing you crazy stories, big name guests, and we hope to take you out and about to some major events across the biking world too. So come and join the fun on Just Ride from Red Bull. Just while we're doing adverts, I've got something to plug. I will be on stage this November in Cardiff and in London for the GTCC live tour. And you can get your tickets now. Tom, you're going to be there, right? 
Yes, I will. Fact. So this is your chance to join the Geraint Thomas Cycling Club in person for the very first time. Yeah, you do not want to miss our very first live show. Yeah, and that's not all. If you buy a ticket today, you will get a signed copy of G's new book. It's out in November and it's all about the greatest rides you can do on your bike across the world. You'll basically be pre-ordering that and you'll get a copy signed by G himself. So if you want the book and you want it signed, then get a ticket for the live show. So we are in London on November the 6th. And in Cardiff on November the 7th. GTCC Live, the greatest ride, coming soon to a stage near you. As long as you live near London or Cardiff. Oh, mate, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's gotten to that point where you're putting a blindfold on, getting a dart and throwing it at a dartboard because it's so hard to predict. But I'm going to throw a little curveball in here. You know, you always look at the GC and, you know, look at the stage to try and get a bit of an indicator for the following day. But I've clicked on the KOM and currently the KOM jersey is being held by Giulio Ciccone, who's on 88 points. Felix Gall, 82. Jonas Finnegard, 81. Drops off a bit after that. So, obviously, that jersey is going to be decided tomorrow. Well, most of the jersey is going to be decided tomorrow. But that is Battle Royale. Vinegard probably doesn't really... Not that interested, but Ciccone and Gal separated by six points um, with all that is up for grabs tomorrow. Leads me to think I've just got to pick one of them two. Yeah, you'd say... Both of them are going to be in the break, aren't you? Um, you know, it starts... And if either of them... What? I'd even say if either of them don't make the break, they'll put their whole the team, team on the front. Chase. Yeah. yeah. They're either, unless they're both inside, the break isn't going. If Ciccone goes in and Gal isn't in there, you'll see the whole ag to our team chase and... Role reversal. If Gal is in there and Ciccone isn't, the whole track team will chase. They're, they'll both be in the break. Battle Royale. Um, yeah. But then the maybe that's is, a stupid it, bet because they'll just go full titties for that and explode on the last climb. Mm, they're going to go full titties for, to get in that move, aren't they? Um, but if it's on the climb, do, do they have... Who do Trek have and who do AG2 have that can... AG2 have Ben O'Connor and that they could chase, but... Um, oh, Trek have a few boys as well Scalmos and that don't they so no yeah Battle Royale no, they, um, they both they both got guys to close gaps I think on that point of view because um, yeah, it's 10k kind of slowly dragging up and then you hit a second cap so there's going to be a strong break or climbing break whatever happens I reckon there could be movement on GC you know I think we saw it a few days ago where Simon Yates and well, Bill Bow and, you know, there's a, a few guys in the top 10 all up there. So, mate, I think there's a lot still to race for on GC as well. I think um, a lot can happen tomorrow. It's going to be a good one to watch. And it's 133k. So it's just, yeah, it's just going to be full gas warfare. Don't get me wrong, that's not going to be... It's not going to be two and a half hours, three hours. It's still going to be probably four hours at least, isn't it? Um, but, man, I'm struggling with this. Do you know... Uh, God, I'm looking at the parkour now. Yeah, it's pretty horrific, that, isn't it? 
9.3k. Final two eight, climbs. Yeah, then final. Like 9 and 7k over 8%. Oh, jeez. You know, can you do me a favour? Can you pronounce the last climb for me? <laughs> Called uh, Platz of Wessel. Yeah, I'd have gone something like that as well. Platz of Wessel. Platz of Wessel. Where are they? They must be... Sounds German. Yeah. What's not? It sounds Austro- Swiss, Austrian. Um, right, I'm going to go Felix Gall for the double. Oof. He's going to win another stage, mate, and he's going to take the KOM jersey. That's a shout. And the fact that he won a stage, he won a stage just a few days ago. He's had an easier day the last two days. Obviously, he got great legs. He's got the KOM jersey up for grabs in a French team. Not that changes much because his Tour de France is massive for everyone. But Felix Gall, just send it, mate. Just send it. Do a yeah. just go full Tour de Swiss on them. Uh, <laughs> oh, hang on. Or Pidders. I'm tempted by Pidcock as well. Last chance saloon for him. GC is out of the equation. Okay, he's in the break today, but. I think a lot of people spent a lot today because it was full gas all day. Uh, Pidcock. Sorry, Gal. Pidcock, is it? Do you reckon he's the best chance from our team? What about like Quieto or someone as well? I think to win the stage, they're the only two chances from our team. Oh no, Carlos, apart from Carlos. Yeah, I would go... I'm going Pidcock. Quieto, he could yeah. put up... A, he, could, he could easily be a contender for the stage as well Karloff if he plays his cards right you know like he, like how he won his stage off the descent guys look at each other he could do it but and I back my boy back my boy Tom there we go I'm not changing done dusted thanks for coming yeah I think one thing with Carlos I think he needs to treat the tomorrow like just all in from the start follow moves you know UAE have got second and third on GC. I'm sure they would ride to protect their third, but you just never know. Like the way this race has gone, it's better to be on the front foot. Carlos, a couple of coffees before the start. Just be there. No, you don't have to go crazy. Just follow the big moves. Some strong guys on that climb. Mate, it could be... Because uh, it tends... I don't want to sound like I'm always bagging our team, but... It feels like they've been on the the back foot a fair amount this race, you know? They've obviously been on the front foot and done good things as well, but it seems like a few times they've been like, oh, we've got to make the best of this situation at the moment. So for him, I think if he went out there aggressive, anything could happen there. Do you want a mad dog prediction? Go on then. Poggy ain't finishing on the podium of the Tour de France this year. There you go. I said it. Poor. I said it. Mate, last <laughs> day, excluding Paris, every man his dog's going to want to go in the break. It's going to be full gas, and then a team will miss it or ride because it's the last day. Maybe we could ride to try and put pressure on UAE and Poggy as well, having seen how he cracked the other day. And they'll blow like a porn star. Carlos will finish on the podium. Yates will hold second. Oh, that's a shout. I, I did that. say mad. I did say mad dog prediction. I'm just putting it out there. That's yeah. what's, I think that's what's going on. I thought. 
I thought you meant he kind of he has some big hail hail Mary attack and then blows up. But you're saying he's just he's Fuck. just shitting out big time. Yeah, yeah he's. Mate, well, I think cool you know they they did say in fairness his team and that you know he's prepared he's done everything right for the race but he's a little bit on the back foot because he has missed a bit of training. I believe that and I think where if if that is true and if that is the situation they're in where in the race you're going to get exposed third week and that's exactly what we've seen unfold so I think as the days go on he ain't going to get better saying that it does beg the question why do you race like you do in the first week then if you know that's the position you're in you know because that's poggy and he's crazy <laughs> and we love it <laughs> uh uh, well, um, yeah. Gee, I'm, I'm yet to get a name out of you, mate. You just, you know, you're on the fence here. Yeah, mate, I Come on. I don't want to make a call now because whatever I say, I end up just choosing someone else. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of um, a tradition, isn't it? You say a name on the pod, and then on the pod on the WhatsApp change. group later, you change it, and then tomorrow morning you change it again. <laughs> and a lot of the time, the first the first and two perform, and you find the decision shits out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am tempted by Gal to be honest, because because of everything I said. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was kind of th- like he won a hard stage, didn't he? The Queen stage. Yeah, he's climbing well. Ciccone, I think, is obviously going well, and he's got himself in the right moves and stuff. But and I think he can still win that jersey. But I'm not sure you you make it to the line. I think Gal has a better chance of getting there. Um. But mate, Gal go with your gut. Don't someone in that top ten, I think, can still will be in the break. Be a mad chase behind by like others. The I say minor as if it is it is less than winning. But you know, for instance, someone on fifths up there and third and fourth place GC teams are chasing. Or I think it could be that position. Um, mate, I think last big mountain day. If eighth goes in the breakaway seventh team will chase if six goes in the breakaway fifth team will chase like they got nothing to save and every place inside that top 10 lost or gained is huge so i think they'll yeah top 10 yeah i'm not mate yeah but saying that i think so it's like yesterday you can chase all you want but if you don't have the guys that can bring it back then it's not coming back is it so if you ain't got the minerals son it's not gonna happen is it yeah I'll tell you what, the first hour of that stage tomorrow is definitely going to be worth watching anyway. Or maybe two hours. The whole stage, Well, I'll be basically. But I'll be, ba- I'll be battling around Wallonie, getting dive-bombed and, I don't know, wind and cobbles probably. I don't know, I haven't looked. but So I won't be watching the first hour, but have you got an easy day? Well, Can you watch it? No, I'll be on my TT bike riding up and down a valley, mate. So I won't be watching either. But Sound- for everyone else, Sounds bl- enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, tune in because we won't be. We got to work. All right. Well, you can have yeah. you know sort yourself. Well, I'm out. going gal, and I'll change a couple more times before tomorrow. Yeah. Lovely job. Lovely job. All right, mate. Anything else to add? Any other gossip? Nah, mate. Um, Dupluski's the gossip man, isn't he? I'll have to ask him at dinner. I'll let you know. Yeah, get the inside scoop from the newspapers and that. Mm. Oh. Wout van Aert had his baby. There we go. Some great news. Heartwarming. Congratulations, ah, Wout yeah. van Aert. There we go. There and guess go. what? I know the name. Luke, innit? Mm, unfortunately not, mate, but 
because uh, Dylan text um, Pauline. Um, obviously, it must have been what Wab sent them, but the name and the weight and whatever in a picture. So we know the name. But we will definitely not reveal it on here because it's not fair. No. You know, his first son, <laughs> he's uh, born the same day as Alfie. Me and, oh, yeah? me and Wap Van Aert, maybe one day we can have a, you know, mixed birthday party, go halves in the bouncy castle or something. Actually, no, <laughs> he can pay. He earns a fuck ton more than me. No, well, if we ever do it, you're paying for the castles or son. I was about to say, mate, yeah. Why don't you just yeah. go to his son's birthday and just... Oh, it's Alfie's birthday as well. <laughs> oh, fancy seeing you here. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, In Ghent. Yeah, all right, but... All right, but good catching have, up. Have a good one tomorrow. Ta-da, boy. Ta-da. Ta-da. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. <laughs>